This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the Men's Room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The Podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. 99.9 KISW. We return to the men's room with Miles and Thrill. It is a random question, question 206-803-ROCK. Uh, people are still pouring into text about their weird eating things. It's a question you ask, like, what do you eat slightly different than other oh, people yeah. or whatever? Uh, and you were saying, what, in Canada, with the airport in Toronto? Oh, uh, the Hilton there. They basically have to, you have to sign a waiver. Probably, like, like, we were talking about eating contests. Right. If you're going to finish the burger, I bet you need to sign a waiver for a lot of those. But, you know, with that, you're going into it understanding that it's I'm going to eat eight pounds sure. of food or it's super yeah. sweet. This is like, dude, I I just Well, you're rolling the dice. You're rolling the dice yeah. with E. coli. Well, somebody here says, I used to. Like, I always bring this up, but, like, to me, having your, that was only for steaks. It's, like it's only the last 15, 20 years where they're like, how do you want your burger cooked? I was like, I don't know, it's ground beef. That's all right. Usually a burger just shows up it's well done, burger, right? Yeah. Uh, somebody here says, I used to work at Wendy's. We had a regular that would order his hamburger patty cooked 15 seconds on each side. That was it. Hmm. That was it. Uh, wow. And as far as people's eating out, put Tabasco on my popcorn. That actually does not sound crazy other than getting soggy. Somebody here says, cottage cheese and pineapples or cottage cheese and olives. This person I'm going to beat if I meet them. Peanut butter and tuna sandwiches. Ooh. I just, ooh. And then somebody says, kind of along the lines of ice in your cereal, little chunks of vanilla ice cream with cinnamon toast crunch is about as good ooh. as it gets. But no one since I was 13, uh, stoner kid in the 80s. You know, I did that once. I tried a bowl of vanilla ice cream, crushed up some cinnamon toast crunch, and it was delicious. Yes. It was just more than my mouth wanted at one time, if you know what I'm saying. No! No, I don't. I, it's t- it was just tough to eat, man. It was very, very good. I mean, it's yeah, just... it's going to cut the roof of your mouth, but you fight through that pain. I did. I did, man. It is. It is. It's a good combination. Hello, Tyrone. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, bitch. Hola. Hola. Tyrone, welcome to the program. Random, random question. Random, question. Random, random, All right. Since we are talking food, what would you say is the one meal that you will never be able to give up? Mm-hmm. The one meal you can never give up. Oh man! Uh, ooh, 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 I'd say a good steak, man. Whatever comes along with that steak. And that's one of those that they tell you if you've got. Uh, you What's know, that? Well, if you have cholesterol issues, high blood pressure. Oh right, right, right. As far as cut out the steak. Oh, yeah, cut out the red meat, well, or... man. That's okay. Okay. Would that be your last meal? You know what I mean? We're about to execute you. You get your last meal. You're ordering a steak with all the uh, fixings. You got that right. What's, uh, what cut? 
Oh, I say a tomahawk, man. That's where it's at. You're going to go. Oh, wow. Well, hell, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, nice. well, it's the last meal. Why not? And, uh, how do you want it cooked? Uh, rare. Not Damn. blue, man. Blue's too much. Right. Rare's good. Okay. That's a, that's a big-ass steak to cook rare. I don't know if I could get through one of those on my own. If I, mean, I was going to the chair, I'd, I'd take my time and get through it, brother. I, I understand that. That, that is yes. a good point, yeah, yes. I, mean, I think we all would. Just, you don't have to worry about it. Oh, every anymore. time I've ordered it at a restaurant, it's been like a group, like two or three mm -hmm. people. Yes. Yeah, for sure. sure. And I, don't, I mean, I'm sure they'd give that to you if you ordered it on your own, but that'd be pretty ridiculous. I think they'd probably try to talk you out of it. Yeah. Explaining, do you understand how big this is? And if you're like, I absolutely do, bring me the tomahawk. I think a seafood allergy would absolutely wreck me. That would be horrible. Uh, but but just on basic food, nothing pricey or expensive, just a Big Mac. I think if McDonald's got rid of the Big Mac, I'd lose my damn mind. That's I love a Big a, Mac. A Big Mac. Yeah. A Big Mac. All the foods I, I, in the world. I, I, I think if they got rid of their chicken nuggets, people would lose it because if you like their chicken nuggets, nothing else nothing tastes else like them. Like, they're unique. They are their nuggets, their French fries, all of it. You I know what I couldn't give up, man? Peanut butter and jelly. Like, that is my go-to all the time. If I get stoned, if I'm not stoned, if I just Cinnamon, want to snack. toast, crunch, probably couldn't give that up. I So, I went to the grocery store yesterday. Even though you're already lactose intolerant? Doesn't matter. It, it's worth it, man. It is worth the stomach pain to eat a delicious bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. If I had to give it up, I could give up Cinnamon Toast Crunch before I give up peanut butter and jelly. Mm -hmm. I would not yeah. be happy about it. I mean, that's but. just a tough question. It's, it's like Chicken wings. You, chicken wings would be tough. Tacos. There's a yeah. lot of stuff that would be tough, but I think about it in the sense pizza. of like pizza would be hard. I make peanut butter and jelly at home. I can eat it anytime I want. I can bring it into work if I so choose. So while like wings and pizza, both of which I had last night, uh, would suck to give up, I got to order. Okay, I'm not really right. making a home. You know what I mean? Yep. Reason we asked, what is the one food that you would never get up? When you order uh, food delivery now, you can usually customize the drop-off, like uh, uh, contactless uh, deliveries that were used during the pandemic. Don't want to touch anybody or, or see anybody. A restaurant in the UK recently got an amusing request. In the delivery notes section, it said, not quietly, I'm supposed to be on a diet. <laughs> Whatever the diet was, this was definitely a cheat meal. The order was for a nine-inch Texas barbecue-style pizza. Now, those are delicious. Uh, I'm assuming Texas, that, that must you, be that must be beef instead of chicken. That's yeah. If it's Texas barbecue, mm -hmm. I'm, yeah. I've, honestly, I've never heard of a Texas style barbecue pizza. But I would eat that in a heartbeat. Yeah, great. Right. Usually, it's like a chicken ground, barbecue maybe, pizza. Yeah. Ground beef with barbecue. I don't know. I, I don't think they're doing ground beef, man. I bet. Well, you this, like was the, this, the was in, this was in the UK. So oh. I mean, they're not, oh. 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 all right, that, that makes that a little more sense. The best. I'm going to Google this thing and see if I can see what the, what that is. A double chocolate ice cream waffle. With chocolate sauce and accompanying that with a Dr. Pepper. So this is a very serious Texas meal if you're going to get a Dr. Pepper with, uh, with Texas barbecue-style pizza. The restaurant posted a photo of the receipt and said they made sure the driver honored the request because they didn't want to betray the customer's trust. Like how the customer was betraying their diet. Yeah, it's fairly. Hey, man, I don't care. What's the name of the place, Miles? It doesn't say the name of the place, but it says the name of the pizza is a Texas barbecue-style pizza. Okay. So I mean, Domino's has one. Bar uh, Texas style? Yeah, looking at it right now. What uh, What's on it? Base of tangy, sticky barbecue sauce, and then smoky bacon, succulent chicken, bunch of red onions and green and red peppers. Yeah. Okay. All, All right. right. Don't sound bad. I feel like random, it should be random, beef. Random, random, Speaking of random, Texas, random, someone here says, Texan here. I lived on banana random, and mayonnaise sandwiches. Random, Ooh. Random, Bananas random, and mayonnaise, man? Wow. Well, I love both, but that is a strange combo. No, not in Texas. Hello, Taylor. Welcome to the men's room. Boo, bitches. Boo. Taylor, welcome to the program. Ran a question, question. All right, let's go with this one. 
What uh, what are you allergic to? Oh, let me think. Um, well, I tell my wife I'm allergic to her cats, uh, just because they suck. Uh, but honestly, I. I don't think I'm allergic to anything. Now, wait, did she have these cats before you guys got together, or did they, they join your household after you're married? Bert and Ernie came with the wife. And how long have you known the cats? Uh, I, I think, like, four years. We're married now, so I can't, like, get rid of them. And, <laughs> well, like, I'm just saying, like, it seems like after time that you guys would kind of get used to each other, and the, the relationship hopefully would improve. It, but cats, well, that, if so, they don't like you, they're just always not going to. What? Why do these cats suck? What? What's Bert and Ernie's problem? So Ernie, he's a Maine Coon. He's like gigantic, and he likes to sleep between my legs at night, which he turns into pure cement. <laughs> and I, I only get you know seven inches of bed at night, so it, it's hard to sleep. And then Bert, because. I, I don't know. I guess someone just cornered him in a locker room when he was younger. He's, like, afraid of, like, if I have my hood on or if I'm wearing boots or I, I don't know, breathe. He just hisses constantly. Hmm. But really? It, it, well, does Bert, does Bert uh, is he close to your wife? Oh, they're both super close to her. Like, uh, they love her, and they love me, but... Are you sure? Also, given... I give them the middle finger as, as every time I can. Step parents, step parents, <laughs> okay. whether you're a human or an animal, can 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 go the can go one way or the other. You, you never know. Some some dogs will love you. Some dogs can't stand you because they get jealous because you're spending time with with a person that they uh, you know consider their parent. So it just well, depends on the situation. The I I always I was raised a dog person. My my mom fosters bulldogs. Um, I was the one that called in with the three giant dogs that killed the cougar. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember so, that. I've always had dogs, and then now she told me, she's like, no, the cats won't like dogs. You can't have one. I'm like, oh, cool. She's like, but the cats, you'll get used to them. There's something about, like, you come home, and there's a dog there, and they're like, hey, to give you licks. But cats, they're like, please go away from me. And, oh, I hate it. My daughter legitimately did have an allergic reaction to cats uh, when she was born. I, she doesn't have it anymore, but she did then, and it was like severe asthma. So why do more people have aller allergies to uh, cats than dogs? I don't know. Maybe I, just the hair? Or the dander or something? I can tell you this. When I'm, uh, it's also a lot of people are probably just like, yeah, I'm allergic to them. When I got together they with don't my, like, well, a guy just called here, yeah. I'm allergic to them. When I got together with my wife, she had two beagles. Right. And it was tough being a step-parent of those beagles because they did not want me around at all. They're of course like, not. I was ruining their whole life. So when the oldest passed away, we got a newer, uh, a new dog, Chewy. Another beagle. Another beagle. And I oh. thought, okay, well, you know what? This is going to be my opportunity to start from scratch here, at least with one of these dogs and not, you know, yeah, yeah. Miles would leer at me like he's going to kill me. Miles the dog. He looked at me like he wanted me murdered. He did. Yes. And, you know, so when the other dog came around, I was like, okay, well, this is a fresh start for me. Well, that, I think Miles gave, uh, gave Chewy like a uh, tutorial, like, you got to hate that guy. Right <laughs> and like, you know, it just kind of like led him astray. But either way, it was, uh, yeah. Uh, Reason asked, what are you allergic to? They say, do you suffer from allergies? Are you willing to strap a comically large device to your face to maybe help deal with it? If so, good news. A new gadget called Nasocom yeah. just hit Kickstarter. 
What is nasocom? What is nasocom? You strap it to your face for 15 minutes a day, and it's supposed to make your allergies a lot better. How does it work? All right. It electrocutes your nose. Oh, cool. Cool. It's got six electrodes, three for each nostril, that deliver small electric shocks to stimulate the muscles in your nose. They claim making your nose muscles contract and relax can help you clear your sinuses and let you breathe easier. It's small enough to take with you, so you can use it anywhere. The video shows a guy using it at his desk at work. Downside is, pretty bulky on your face. So you will be the weird one at the office for sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. They plan to sell it for 100 bucks, but you can get it for 60 bucks if you back them on Kickstarter. They claim it'll ship by March just in time for allergy season. I'm looking so, at a picture of it now. And when you're wearing it, it looks like an Oculus, but it's over your nose instead yeah. of your eyes. I don't know how I feel about that. Look well, at those look, electrodes. If it helps your allergies, people will do it. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, sometimes allergies are so bad, I'd strap that thing on. Yeah. Random, I know you and my wife. Oh, look, man, people wear CPAPs, and they sleep in them for seven, eight hours a night just but so they can breathe. they're in their own bed. You know, yeah, yeah, it's supposed to walk around the corner, and you got to yeah. But, Ted, I know you and my wife basically cycle on allergies at the exact same time. Like, when spring hit, you too, I'm talking, like, the day that one of you starts getting allergies, I know the other one does. Allergies suck. Yeah, you guys get them bad. Though. Yeah, I never had them until I moved here. Really? No, well, allergies you get as you get older. You're not, like, some things, like a food allergy you're sure. probably born with, but seasonal allergies, I found out, they develop over time or if you move, live in different environments and stuff. So, so like, when you have, when you see people sneezing and they're, like, in their 40s, or, and they're like, I don't have allergies, it's like, you probably do. You do now. You need to go check that. So what right? happens when you, say, fly back to the East Coast, right? Same time of year that you start getting allergies here. Do you still get allergies there or does it ease Now. Up? Really? Yeah. So it's just something in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, the okay. environment. The environment hates you, Ted. Just Hello. this one. <laughs> just this one. Hello, Justin. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. 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 Justin, welcome to the program. Random question, question. Let's see. What do we have here for you? Well, let's go with this one. Okay, let's say that they're going to make a movie about your life. Who would you like to play you in a movie that's based on your life? A really good-looking dude. Okay. Well, have you been told you look like anybody? Uh, Not really. You just want someone good-looking. All right, give us a general description. What what color is your hair? How long is it? Etc. Um, I I've been told. Okay, I've been told I look like uh, Jax from Sons of Anarchy. Who's you guys talked to him. Uh, Chad, uh, what is his name? Chad? Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam. That's a very good looking man. That does not help me. Are you? A, what does Charlie Hunnam look like? I, Have we got a picture I, of Charlie Hunnam? Do you do well with the ladies? I have a beautiful girlfriend, yes. Okay, all right. Well, very right, good. So you must be somewhat attractive. He's been in movies. I mean, he's probably most famous here in the States. Oh, that dude. Yeah, yeah, I know that guy. Okay, is. all right. That's not, yeah. Yeah, you're all right looking, dude. Well, maybe that's the guy that should play you then. If you have a movie based on your life. I take it. I okay. take it. All right. Who, who would you pick for you? Oh, God. Uh, More accurately, who would we pick for Miles? Well, look, it's, it's I would a, have uh, done like Matthew Modine, except he's he's too old now because his hair's all gray. That's Yeah, and someone's going to play a younger version of you. So, like, when they bring in the... You know, That's the tougher part. Right. But finding kid, out the, the person yeah. now that could take that place of what you kind of look like as a kid. I'd take the kid from uh, Black Wonder Years. Because he had the same little fro I did. It takes place, you know, a couple years before I was born. But still, I'd be like, all right, dude, you, you basically have to look It was that. not called the Black Wonder Years. What the hell is it called? I'm trying the to Wonder Years. It's just a reboot. Oh, yeah. oh it's a reboot. Oh, 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 but there's the Wonder Years. Oh, okay. There's Fred right. Savage. He was Fred Savage, right? Uh, what yes. the Wonder Years? Okay. 
And then there was the remake, which is a black family. Well, there was so another, be black like, Wonder Years. Yeah, but there was like a Jewish show like that. There was a there was a, where there's a narrator, and he's kind of guiding you through. The yeah, story. yeah, yeah, explaining what's going remember, on in their life. I just can't remember the Goldbergs? Goldbergs. 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 Yeah. yeah. And then there was the black equivalent to that, which was you had blackish, you had blackish, Goldbergs, blackish, blackish. blackish. Yeah. That was the show I was trying to think of. Okay. So the reason we asked, who would you want to play? You want to move on with all the black people? Well, yeah, they got the Jewish people, they got the black What's people, the then they got the white family. It's right there in the name, yeah, yeah. 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 The Goldbergs, yeah. the Converse, blackish. Blackish. I think you you kind of know what you're getting yeah, exactly. into. That. Blackish, blackish. Yeah. The reason we asked, who would you want to play you in a movie? Paulie Shore says he's really excited about playing Richard Simmons in his life, in the world, see that. in an upcoming biopic. Now, depending on the person is, or, or who they are, and what they're known for, when you found out the person that's going to play you, a lot of people probably, not that there's anything wrong with Polly Shore. I, I, I'm not saying that. But if someone says, Yes, like, you are. Polly Shore you're kind wants, of saying that. I am saying that. It's basically yeah, exactly what you're yeah. saying. The reason this thought is in your head is because yeah. the idea to you that Polly Shore is going to like play you right. kind of pisses you off. It's kind of like if someone said, Okay, Sam Kinison's going to play you in your biopic. You're like, Sam Kinison, why don't I scream? And I'll go, Ah. You know, I don't have a okay. It's just the looks. Yeah, balding mullet. I mean, why, why in the hell are you? Why are you picking Sam? But I can see Polly Shore kind of. I think what's even worse for Polly Shore is that on some level, you kind of look like Richard Simmons. I mean, this yeah, isn't yeah, cool yeah. for anyone involved. Like Miles, if they came to you and said, "Hey, man, we know that uh, you're not an actor, but we're offering you five million dollars for this role. It's Rowan a biopic," and you say, "Cool, man. Uh, who am I playing? <laughs> it's the life and times of Clint Howard. Like sure. you're going to be pissed." Mm -hmm. A uh, comedian has been lined up to play the uh, fitness guru in a film being developed by Warner Brothers. Uh, the organization founder and uh, president of uh, the Warner Brothers organization says, There's an amazing, dramatic, and uplifting story to tell you about Richard Simmons. He says the idea has been in the works for years, but it didn't come together until a few months ago when he saw press about Polly Shore being touted by social media as the only person that could play Richard. They were just putting up side-by-side -side pictures and going like, look... They okay. ever do, they ever do a, a biopic of Richard Simmons. Look how much Polly Shore looks like him in these two pictures. That kind of does. So we all need this biopic, uh, he says, now more than ever. Simmons represented mental health, getting people in shape, and being his authentic, silly self. Uh, whatever he was on TV. Yeah. He is. He just, I don't know if he's sick or whatever. He just really doesn't go out in public much anymore. Okay. All right. Uh, he was on TV. You could never take your eyes off of him, and he brought such joy to his appearances that represented nothing but a good time and positivity. Shore already plays Simmons in The Court Gesture, which is a short film that will be released during the Sundance Film Festival. Uh, either way, Richard Simmons now has made a rare public statement to confirm that he's not involved with the upcoming biopic starring Pauly Shore. I have never given my permission for this movie, so don't believe everything you read. I no longer have a manager. I no longer have a, a publicist. I just try to live a quiet life and be peaceful. While we would love to have him involved, according to Warner, we respect his desire to uh, privacy and plan to produce a movie that honors him, celebrates him, and tells his dramatic story. From what we understand today in a story, uh, Richard Simmons did, in fact, reach out to Polly Shore. Oh, really? Basically tell him, hey. Yeah, I was going to say, that's what's funny. That. There's like two articles in TV time. One's like, Richard Simmons doesn't approve of it. The other one's Polly Shore. is like, ah, he reached out to me. Yeah. Oh, that's good. But I mean, the other thing, too, is like, it's not a hit job. Exactly. Like, Polly Shore doing that movie to... Show like the other side, the good side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he encouraged people to work out. Uh, no body shaming was involved. Yeah, it strike me as a guy who made a lot know, of enemies. Like, look, when you watch fitness shows, didn't it, it was like Jane Fonda workout videos initially when this whole craze kind of took over the television or the guys that sold, you know, the Tony Littles of the world. Yeah, you know, <laughs> all these fitness dudes were selling you either products or. Uh, hell, remember the the girls who used to work out on the beach in Hawaii on ESPN in the morning? 
Yeah. Yeah, we remember that. You worked them. on the little black uh, circles yes, in the sand and all yes, that yes, stuff. Yes, yes, That's much different than Richard Simmons <laughs> encouraging just anybody to be able to yeah. stretch out, go to the gym, uh, get any kind of exercise you can, whether it was walking, dancing, and all those different things. Just sweating to the oldies, Mike. Was That's he sweating yeah. to the oldies? I believe he Correct. was, yeah. Okay, the sweating to the old. Did they have another uh, thing? Not everyone looks like Suzanne Summers when they're working their thighs out, but he was more approachable. He was the guy that you know, related yeah. to the common person. Because he was not a good-looking man. He was not dressed particularly well. He did, he not, did not have muscles. Right, there was he's, nothing he's about him. Not really. <laughs> He, he just wanted just, you to be healthy. He was positive. He was energetic, yeah. and you know, and, and people loved him for it. Well, I mean, look, even if you're not in great shape, like you're not, you're not going to feel worse for Exercise. doing a sweat into the oldies. No, or going for a walk. I mean, you might not see results right away, but I think that was kind of his point: is just stay active. You know, the problem is I'm old enough now. The sweat into the oldies, it's my playlist, man. <laughs> it's my Spotify. What are you talking about? Well, even some people too. Like, look, I I see it in my mother all the time. She's fine. Her health is fine, but you know, she just gets old, and I'm like, y you need to. Stay walking. Stay walking. Stay yeah, up like there, You're going to be 80. you got to stay active. Mm -hmm. More of the random questions. Two lemon drops. Coming up, 206-803-ROCK. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. 99.9 KISW. The men's room returns with Miles and Thrill. Your guess is as good as mine coming up our categories. Today we have the most friendly accents around the world. And we have uh, the states with more people than cows. And we just... How uh, do we get our phone lines back now? Kind of. If yeah. you're on hold, call back 206-803-ROCK. Kind of a little shenanigans going on here with the photo lines today. But we'll, mm -hmm. we'll figure it out. Check. Let's see here. What do you got? Hmm. Okay, I'll give you guys one. Random, 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 random. What random, did you or someone else get away random, with longer random, than expected? Random, random, random. Uh, not showing up at school. How long was that? Uh, I, again, in my junior year, I missed 120 of 180 days. Okay. And for the most part, nobody noticed. The bad thing was when they did notice, uh, there was a heap of trouble. Oh, okay. That's a lot of days. That my parents expressed that to me, you know, when they're they were so blown away by the magnitude of how many days I'd missed. You know, my father thought it's gonna be like he skipped a couple of days here and there. Like, hundred twenty. What in the? They lost it, as I would too, as a parent now looking back. But uh, 
Yeah, it was a smooth operation forever, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole junior year. I think. Did uh, you go at all and like just dip out after like homeroom, or did you just not go? I just didn't go. I would start right. dipping out over homeroom, and then kind of like, why? Why am I even doing this? Why mm-hmm. even bother to go to the school? Again, in retrospect, not a role model. Clearly, I was very stupid, but at the time, like, yeah, I'm just not going. Okay, I've definitely I did that once in high school. Just said something that was due on a Monday. <laughs> Turns it in. Did not do it over the weekend. And, you know, like my mom dropped me off at the same thing, kind of waved, walked in the door, and just turned around and walked out. Yeah, just wait for the car to disappear, and, and it was right. It was like a first period class. So I was like, all right. I, honestly, I was like, I'm just going to walk to McDonald's. So I just walked to mm-hmm. McDonald's, ate breakfast, and then went in late. And, and also, as I brought up earlier, I uh, got away with smoking indoors at the old radio station for six months. Because I was smoking in the women's bathroom, and they, they thought yeah, it was the yeah, ladies, yeah. but yeah, they finally the pieced away, together the, the, that it was me. The one that I got away with uh, was not done by me, but it was something that I benefited from. There was uh, I lived in this old house, had a bunch of roommates in there. I've told you about this place before. It was just, a, the door was always open, closed. Right. Somebody's always coming in there, swinging in and out. But they had two apartments that were downstairs. Now, we had a communal basement that had a paid washer and dryer in it. It was also where all the hot water heaters were, all okay. the things for the individual apartments. Also, where the cable came into the home. Uh-huh. Now, um, unbeknownst to us, which we should have done on First Hill at our old apartment that burned down, just plug the television in the wall first. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. To see what happens. Oh, yeah. So, we plugged the television into the cable, and the cable the, the cable worked. Mm-hmm. So, okay, that's great, but we only got a certain set amount of channels. What you needed was the cable box. Correct. All right. Then we found... We didn't even try it. That guy showed up. I know that. I know. That's what I'm saying. Always just plug your cable in as soon as you move in. Yeah, we had to pay for him to be there, but he's like, dude, you I know. He was like, you really... I I should... I think we said, can you leave? Right. (laughs) Right. Just to see if it worked. So we did that, and then had another buddy whose uh, roommate basically just bolted on him. I don't know if he got kicked out of school, whatever right. the deal was, but everything in that home was in his name, from the cable to the electric bill, the phone bill, everything went through him. But he just got up, he just he went back home, whatever the deal was, right? So this guy, when he moved out of there, when, when we moved in, he was moving out of that situation. He was also going to move in with us. He had a cable box. Okay. Yeah. From his previous place that he was supposed to take back to the cable company, but he's like, the hell with it. It's not in my name. I don't care. Yeah, it makes it that easy. All right. Now, one thing that we learned to do then was it was a simple way you could, I swear to God, you could modify a cable box with a paperclip, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you could get the four extra channels, which were like HBO, Showtime, Cinemax, and whatever the other one was at the time. Uh, movie channel, I believe it was. Which one of you knew that a paperclip would allow this to happen? I, somebody showed it to one of my buddies. So Somebody had, huh. already, had figured this out. How I wish they, I had known that. Had to loop it around. So basically, we got all the channels that were available on this uh, on this cable system, which might maybe 35. I mean, the slide didn't go. Right, right. It was like a slide thing. It was it was bizarre. But we had free cable uh, all year. So That's a good deal, man. And anybody who came in after us probably had the same deal. I'm assuming that the people downstairs, because there was a split, and whoever did that split in the basement used an electric split. So okay. you, you needed a little power to, once you split the cable, to kind of push more of a signal yeah. toward different points. So it was pretty, it's like a Radio Shack set up in the, uh, in the basement, but the damn thing worked, man. I mean, we watched TV for free for a year. 
not bad there. I remember splicing cable. R- roughly the same age, early 20s. Yeah. You kind of broke, but you want cable. Reason we asked, uh, what did you or someone else get away with uh, longer than expected? Uh, you probably aren't going to be able to spend Monopoly money without anyone catching on to you, but you might be able to get away with using fake movie money for a few months at least. I have seen movie money mm-hmm. in the studio. I don't know if... The morning show had it at one point in time. Yeah, I think they did for something. But yeah. if you do look at it, you're like, oh, my God, there's 20 bucks," And you pick it up. You're like, no, it says right on there for, you know, for movie money only. Well, a 41-year-old guy in uh, Jersey named James Leonard, he's finally been caught after passing fake bills at a convenience store. He's been doing this <laughs> since last September. <laughs> think about that. <laughs> Apparently, he'd intentionally go during busy times. The cashiers didn't have time to scrutinize the bill. Naturally, the bank wasn't fooled, but it took a long time to actually pin this in on, uh, on James and then catch him in the act. Now, the bills were specifically designed for movie sets, and they do look a lot like actual currency, but they do say for motion picture only in fairly large letters across There's the front. There's your tip off. And in smaller letters along the side. So he was passing along 50s and 100s. Before he was caught, he has been uh, charged with theft by deception and uttering a forged document. I mean, that's the idea, right? Because then you get all the change. That's exactly Which so. is but real. You buy a couple packs of gum. Sorry, man. Can I gonna break down the hundred? Yeah, we got you, bro. Random, random, random. That seems wild. Even if it's busy, you wouldn't use the marker. But even then, it says right on the bill. It really does. I've seen it before. It clearly says, like, for movies only or whatever. Promotional use. It's me where I worked at a liquor store. I mean, like Friday and Saturday nights, you get super busy. But twenty and above, you better mark that thing. But it's also amazing to me what denominations people are unaware of. There was a story years ago. A guy was like either Walmart or Target. I don't remember, but they ended up calling the FBI on this guy because he was trying to pay for something. He had two dollar bills, and he could not convince the manager. He could not convince the cashiers that it's actual money. They're like, this is not real money. There's no $2 bill. He's like, I swear to God, there are $2 bills. Anyway, so they call the FBI. FBI shows up. Talking about counterfeit money. FBI gets there. They're like, dude, it's a $2 bill. They're, they are perfect legal, uh, legal tender. And then there was a Walmart years ago where a guy paid, I want to say he had a $3 bill, which does not exist, and it had a picture of George Bush on it. And they accept it. Hmm. So you try to pay for $2 bills, they call the FBI. You use a $3 bill with George Bush. And they're like, cool. Here's your change. Jesus. Like, my God, man. Hello, Jeff. Welcome to the men's room. Hookers and bow, bitches, hookers and blood. Hold on. I think we know what you're into. All right. I think we know what you're into, Jeff. I think we know what you're into, Jeff. (laughs) All right. Let's go with this random question. Question. If we were to look right now in your glove compartment, what is in your glove compartment at this very moment, Jeff? Probably been there since you've had the car. No, I, well, it happened. Been in there since I have the card. You can't. I can't say what's in there. You can't say what's in your glove compartment. No, no, I can't. If I pulled you over and I'm a cop and you opened your glove compartment, am I arresting you? Yes, sir. You are. Okay. I'm going to guess the guy that says hookers and blow. There's a good chance. That it's not a hooker, but possibly some blow. Man, I can't tell you what's in mine, but I just don't know that I've really opened it. I've only had that car since what, like last. May? Yeah, it's something like that. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Oh, you don't know what's in there, man. You better open it up and see. You might get arrested. That, that's actually that, a good question. But isn't that the worst? I know who I got the car from. Isn't that the worst place to hide something in a car from yes. the Yes. That's what I would think. Right. I mean, especially if it could, if it could land you in jail, that, that's where you're going for your registration, I'm assuming. That's where you're going that's for what your I'm insurance. Saying, if I'm a cop, and you, you have something illegal, and you open this thing to show me whatever I've requested, and whatever you have in there comes tumbling out, like... It does seem like a bigger problem than it needs to be, mm-hmm. man. Okay. I'm trying to think what's, I know, what the driver's manual, insurance, 
and uh, napkins that I pull for from any napkins uh, are fast important. food. Man, you have no idea how many times you'll sneeze place. in your hand or something, yeah. and all of a sudden you get this big goo ball in your palm, and you need to get. I mean, you, that's why I always take a handful of napkins, stuff them in the glove compartment, man. Yeah, or like a little drip of gla- uh, gas at the mm-hmm. gas station. My favorite Teddy's. Right. They don't have any. They don't have any paper towels. You're just like, come on. <laughs> My favorite the other day is I normally uh, to get into the garage here. You have to roll down your window and then you have to either press a button or use a card. Yeah. So that the gate will open so you can you can park your car. So I had the window rolled down to do that. I did not realize I, I typically keep it down until I park and then I put it up before I you know get out of the car. I apparently put it up, and I, I, I have a habit of, of spitting a lot. And I turned to my left, and I went, <laughs> yes. the window's closed. And all of a sudden, now I got this wacky wall crawler coming down the inside of my window. I'm like, oh, my God, I just spit all over the inside of my car. So, yeah, I need to have napkins in there. I'm telling you, man, have napkins. Yeah. Reason we asked what's in your glove compartment. Uh, a mechanic has weighed in with suggestions on what useful items you should keep in yours. Oh, okay. Now, keep okay. in mind, this guy is a mechanic, so he knows a little bit more about cars than most people. But he says you should have spare fuses. Good idea to have backups in case one blows while on the road. You can reference your vehicle manual if you don't know if you have 20s, 10s, 5s, whatever the deal is. Buy the right ones for your car. Sometimes it's not a bulb that went out. It's a fuse that went out. Right, as far right. as your lights and all the things that are on the interior of your car. Uh, a multi-tool. That is more than a Swiss Army knife. You've seen one of those. Yeah. Uh, it includes pliers, a screwdriver, small knife. Kind of looks like a switchblade sort of, sort of. I feel like it's something Mike would just have on his belt at any given moment. <laughs> All right, pen and paper. Do we have pen and paper? I have a pen. Uh, I do have pen and paper in the car, yes. But yes. paper is everything that's just legal documentation as far as Yeah, that's the only paper I have. So we I just have... use the back of receipts. But it's like keep that stuff mm-hmm. in there. A mini first aid kit. I have a mini first aid kit in my car, believe mm. it or not. I just found it about six months ago. We do not. It is in the back uh, hatch, and it's on the side. Was, it came with the car? You're saying yeah. That? Really? I saw a, a cross, and I was looking at it, and I was like, huh, and I opened it up. And I was like, I got, like, Band-Aids in here. And stuff. It came with the car. Nice. Yes. I'll be damned. Yes. Huh. That's what I said. Yeah. 2016. It's got a first aid kit. A tire pressure gauge. Okay. All right. Don't have one. But Typically yeah. now, though, most cars will tell you if you have a more modern car, if yes. there's something going on with your tire. Uh, proof of insurance and registration. Of course. Yes, that's important. Your vehicle's manual. And finally, a flashlight. Do we have a flashlight? In the car? I don't know if we have. Yes, it's your phone. You know what? That's actually that's a good very call. good point. That is a very good point. Did you guys hear the story about the, uh, it was like a $14, $15 million jet, military jet, and they were doing some mechanical work on it. Um, and I guess it was in the engine area or whatever it was. And... Someone had left a handheld flashlight in there when they were doing the work. Okay. They closed everything up, and when they fired up the engine again, I don't know if it was an area where <laughs> it just started whipping around, it completely destroyed the aircraft. Oh, no. Jeez, $14 million. Uh, Oof. You know, no one's going to admit. Plane. Yeah, they it wasn't all, me. They put all the guys that were working on the plane to kind of let them in. You guys need some days off until we figure out <laughs> what exactly happened here, because that was that was a very expensive mistake. So whoever left the flashlight in there, man. Yeah, ruined a big piece of hardware. I mean, you figure they're working on jet engines and stuff like you. Everybody's got to have one of those tiny lights. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. Just make sure you have it with you when you're done. Hello, Justin. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, gentlemen. Hola. Justin, welcome to the program. Random question, question. Okay, let's go with this one. Throughout your lifetime, what did someone say about you that was not true? He's handsome, good in bed. Yeah, what did someone say about you that you're like, that's that's not that, that, that wasn't me. Um, 
Or even if they made an assumption about it. I had a they boss. Bl- they blamed you for something and you weren't the one who did it. I had a boss who insisted that I was drunk oh. and stoned. And I'm like, I am neither of these things. I'm just poor and look bad, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, had a, I had a buddy. I thought I was a furry for a while. You thought he was a furry? No, he thought I, I was a furry. Why did he think you were a furry? What, what led him to believe this? So I was at a rave on a bunch of Molly, and there was a really, really soft furry girl, and I just like started cuddling with, with her, and then bam, Justin's furry. Well, right. I mean, you were attracted to someone who was in costume. So, yeah. I mean, I, I realize that that was the only reason, but at the time, I mean, it's, 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 it's an assumption that one could make. I know, and I was like, I'm not technically a furry, but if there's a hot chick and I'm on Molly, I'm going to cuddle it. <laughs> All right. I mean, it kind of explains itself. Okay. I'm on Molly. Fair. She's hot. Like, yes, yeah. we know where this goes. Yeah, okay. We were uh, we were accused of a number of things at uh, previous employers. This employer as well is uh, very well justified based on the evidence and based on the fact that... Uh, I understand coming to us first, but don't make the accusation. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah right. You know what I mean? Like, it makes sense that you believe we are responsible for A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. And we are responsible for B, but not A and C. And you're yelling at us for all three. And it's like, hey, man, 66% of what you're mad about wasn't us. The unfortunate part is that the 33% you're correct about is the thing that has you the angriest. Yeah. You guys also deny an awful lot, too. So you kind of have to go in with dead to rights. I know you're lying. I plead ignorance about things <laughs> that... I know why. Yeah. I mean, look, <laughs> I won't. So, like, one of the examples was uh, we did a show where we're all wearing diapers mm-hmm, to right. see if anyone yeah. could actually poop themselves, okay? So, well, we were trying to see if we could use the bathroom and change one, one, one or as, two. Right. Either, as either an one. adult, either one. Can you, can you get your mind to just let it go wearing the diaper? And we brought the idea up, and uh, our old boss, Hurt Club, was like, absolutely. Do not do that. It's a terrible idea. Well, he wasn't here one day. So we picked, <laughs> we had the we had the depends. Right. So we, we chose to do it the day it just happened to that he wasn't no, here. We, we, I wouldn't bought him down to Bartell. <laughs> because he wasn't here. So Miles like ran down, we got it all set up. Well he shows up about halfway through the show. Yep. Uh and he's not he's not mm-hmm. screaming angry, but he was like, um I was listening to your little show and you guys kept mentioning that you're wearing diapers to see if he was you out of town. urinate or defecate yourself. I said, yes. He's like, I think we had the conversation a couple of weeks ago. And I said, don't do that. I said, you did. Why are you doing it? Because you, you weren't here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> well, when I, when I, the funny thing about that was when I went down to Bartell, uh, I can't remember what else I bought. I probably bought like an energy drink and a couple other things, but I bought this pack. It depends. Now, the guy who worked there. It's just depends, the guy, the guy, The guy who worked there at the time, every time uh, he would wait on me, immediately we started talking football. He's a Seahawks fan. I'm a Ravens fan. He's asking me questions. I'm asking him questions. What do you think about this guy? What do you think they're going to do here? Blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. So, you know, I have a rapport with him. He knows me. We, we talk football every time we're together. And so I put the Depends on the counter, and uh, Dre goes, what, what is this? I said, it's for work. And he said, what are you talking about? I said, we're going to try to pee or poop ourselves on the air. And I don't think I mentioned what we did or what, <laughs> right. what kind of job I had at the time, because I think you ended up telling him later when you saw him at a bar. Yeah, I saw him at a bar. He had no yeah, idea. Yeah, right. So you were just I, really I, weird. I was just like, yeah, I'm doing it. We're doing it as a, as a thing for work to see if we can you know, use the bathroom uh, in our pants uh, and see how long we could hold it. And see if it's physically possible to do this. He's like, 
Okay, man. <laughs> and then the next time, next time I came in there, he's like, uh. Reason we asked, uh, <laughs> what did someone say about you that was not true? A former Van Halen frontman, David Lee Roth, made some claims about his longtime rival and replacement, Sammy Hagar, saying the vocalist had been sex probed by aliens after being abducted as a teen in California. According to uh, uh, Sammy, he was abducted by aliens, Roth said, uh, during an episode on the Roth podcast titled The Ballad of Popsicle Sam. Uh, Roth said he was compelled to solicit the sordid subject in an effort to explain Hagar's conduct after he said he has not spoken a single syllable to him in about uh, 10 years. Roth claims the singer was taken by extraterrestrials while at a park when he was 15. I think we've arrived at both the technical and medical answer that may explain some of Sammy's conduct and his constant spew of diarrhea vitriol in our direction. Uh, Hagar was abducted by aliens, and according to Roth, he was sex probed. Does it require an apparatus? Is it a beam? We don't know. We may never know. <laughs> but what I do know with absolute accuracy is that if you take a half of a popsicle and you jam it into a cassette tape player, no matter how carefully you extract the popsicle, that tape player will never play the same again. No matter how carefully you try and fix those delicate little parts, and it'll get worse, and it'll seem like the singer that you used to be will stop making sense whatsoever. That's Sammy Hagar. Sounds to me like Roth got abducted by aliens. That is weird, man. If I if I believe one of them has been abducted by an alien before, it's Roth. Yep. Yeah. Believe it or not, though, in Sammy's autobiography, read my uncensored life in rock, he says this when he was a teenager. They were plugged into me, the aliens. It was a download situation. Or maybe they uploaded something from my brain, like an experiment, Hager said. Uh, he said he has not made a public statement about Roth's podcast claims yet and refuses to, but he recommends you pick up the book if you want to read the, <laughs> the real story. Uh, but, yeah, no, what, how do you respond to that? Be like, sure. He was Everything he said is true. Yes. By aliens. Coming up, your guess is as good as mine. Our categories today, the most friendly accents in the world and states that have more cows than people. And we get your emails coming up next in the men's room at KISW.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.